0: Here's a question, how does an ordinary person land their dream job in the sports industry immediately after graduating? Welcome to the sports Grad Podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry.
1: I'm Ruben Williams. And I'm Ryan Walker. In 2017, we said goodbye to exams and hello to full-time work. This is a behind-the-scenes reveal of exactly how the best sports
0: industry professionals in the world created careers that most only dream of.
1: We believe every dream job in sport is worth chasing. And that's why we want to give you the tools to make it a reality.
0: For a proven process to getting jobs in sport, download our free ebook, "How to Get Jobs in Sport: The Sports Grad Method." You can get this for free at www.sportsgrad.com.au.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast. My name is Ryan Walker, and with me, as always, is the level-headed Ruben Williams. How are you today, mate? I am fantastic, my friend. It's always a pleasure recording these episodes
0: with you. Uh how are you going? We've uh we've just wrapped up Easter. You would have had a a week off during that time. Cricket Australia usually has their effectively their Christmas break over the Easter break at the end of the summer season. So
1: how did you how did you spend the time off? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's been unbelievable. Like a week's a long time, I've noticed. And it like <laughs> Towards the end of the week, I was like, shit, like, it's kind of it's been a fair while since I opened the laptop. Um, but it was actually awesome. Um, obviously, had the Easter long weekend before the week off, which was awesome. Um, but to be honest with you, I haven't actually done a lot. A, a lot of life admin, I think, would probably summarize it quite well. Um, sometimes that's a good had thing. A, had a nice, yeah, I agree. I was, I was craving just a bit of, you know, Netflix, um, you know, really chill out, which is, which is awesome. Um, and, you know, I, I, one thing I did do really well, I will say, in the break is clean my car. Uh, it's probably something that is, you know, people don't do that often. You can easily just go to the drive through cleaner, but um, no, I clean my car and, uh, and washed a lot what, what, of drive what? to survive on Netflix. What
0: I find extraordinary is that you've only had that car for a
1: couple of months and
0: it seems to or, already be at the point where it, it needs a, a clean worth talking
1: about. So, what, what have you been doing in that car? <laughs> well, Ruth, where I park my car in South Melbourne, there appears to be a possum problem. Uh, and the trees are f- <laughs> full of possums. You can hear them at night doing their thing. Um, so, naturally, that, that means that the car uh, is due a clean. Um, as you can imagine. So, um, but no, in uh, in summary, uh, it's been a good week, been a good week, good week off, but equally excited to oh, – actually, to be honest, I'm not excited. I'm not excited to get back to work, but at the same time, I'm excited to have things to do, which which is good. So, mm. um, what about you? you have uh, You haven't had a week off, but we're edging closer to the move to lawn uh, how are you feeling leading up to what is it? Another week from now?
0: Yeah the uh, the nineteenth of April is my official move in date, and um, it's been a uh, like a gradual approach to moving back down the coast. I've joined the the local football club, the Mighty Lawn Dolphins. So my my Easter Ryan was spent uh, playing football in about thirty two degree heat against the Alvey Swans. Which was absolutely awesome. Uh, I'd never played on Easter Saturday before. I didn't realise how much of a, a landmark event these country football games are. And uh, we got up by one point in front of a crowd of two to three thousand people, which was which was fantastic. So uh yeah, had a, a nice little introduction to or reintroduction to Lawn and yeah, looking forward to moving back down
1: there very soon. Lovely. What what an honor to play on Easter Sunday uh are it's you, a Saturday we Saturday sorry, did you put in a better performance than North Melbourne did obviously they they have the honor of playing on Easter Friday uh did the okay. lawn dolphins do it justice do you think oh
0: absolutely i I think there would be questions asked why are the dolphins not not getting the call up from the afl you know get them in the in the main league but um uh no, nah, I think uh and any spectacle is usually determined by the score, no matter what level or standard you're playing at. So, as long as the game is close, you can usually be entertained, and that's what happened down in Lawn.
1: Fantastic, mate! I heard it was a cracker. You had a few people on the ground there reporting, um, so that was great. <laughs> um, but apparently the pipes are looking good, nice and tan, look fit. Uh, so um, so today, long intro, um, and that is rightfully so because it is a, a longer episode today, but. One of the one of the big questions that we are constantly getting asked, and it's a it's a good one to answer. It's good fun, Um, but that is sort of how do we get our guests to come on this podcast? Um, How do we convince them to come on here? Um, Who who would want to talk to us? Well, yeah, it's a good question, and I think that's probably what they're actually asking us when they do ask us: How do you get the guests? How do they, you know, how are they going to put up with just two blokes just chatting crap with them uh, for 45 minutes. Um, so, because we keep getting that question, we thought, why don't we do an episode on it, uh, which we'll see how it goes. It, it's quite random um, and it's quite random to not have a guest on on a Tuesday, um, but we're going to have a crack at it. So, um, let's maybe just start from the very start um, and I guess hum- humble beginnings comes to mind. Um I remember, you know, first few guests were were really sort of like keeping close to our chest, you know, people we know quite well. Am I right in saying that's kind of how we started? Yeah, totally. I think
0: you know we've obviously got our connections at Cricket Australia and uh, and uh, similar organisations such as the state associations or the or the ICC, which we which we leveraged. And I, I think you know. Whilst you know those connections were were easy to to contact, that doesn't kind of um, indicate the the standard of the guests. Like we we so we were very lucky to be connected with some worldies, and I'll, I'll mention Ali Durkiss as the first one. We thought she'd be a fantastic person to open the show with. Um, incredible at what she does. Terrific role at the ISAC T Twenty World Cup very lucky to just happen to share an office with her. So, um, you know, when you're starting out, that's kind of the, what you you grab onto first, just the people you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and a quick call out to Ali. She was a, a key member of the Sydney Meetup recently. Uh, so, all the people that were there, I, I'm pretty sure she was swarmed. I saw a lot of people <laughs> go out to her and rightfully so because it's essentially giving you all the tips to uh to interview well and to apply for the right job, all that kind of thing. So it was it was awesome. But mm. um yeah, absolutely. Very lucky to be in touch with some absolute legends. Um you know, for me personally, I like I thought from the very start, you know, who do I know that I like who do I know really well that is a key player and has some great experience. And, you know, I sort of thought, okay, I've got to a good friend in Hamish McInnes, who's a he's a gun down at Werribee Footy Club. Um, we obviously know we've got a relationship with Lauren Boothby before. She's from Perth. So, I was like, well, what a great job in the AFL being an analyst. How awesome is that? So, um, I guess from the get-go, you've got to kind of go with your gut and try and get those wins. And it's kind of like networking a little bit, getting people on the podcast because you're essentially wanting to chat with them and understand what their job is and what they've done in their career. Um, so, you know, a, a little bit of a lesson in networking as well because sometimes, you know, you try and look for all these people out there who are doing some great jobs, but sometimes the best people to speak to are the ones that are right under your nose. Um, so, that that was kind of what happened with that. You can. There's often a perfect person right under you that you can speak to. Totally. Or, or maybe it's, you know,
0: someone who you've, you've known for a while and um, so a couple of our early guests from the US were Michael Wolfert and uh, and Natalie Lebermoth. And these two people were students at Ohio University when I was doing a study tour with Deakin University. And that was in 2017. And then in 2020, they came on as podcast guests. And, um, and so I think, you know, it's sometimes, you know, we always say when you're networking, you never know when you're going to need your network. And that was one of the cases where I was like, I'm, I'm very glad I went on that trip. I'm very glad I got to know both Michael and Natalie. And it's awesome to see that they've ended up at the Chicago Bulls and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so, yeah, now they've been fantastic podcast guests in their own right. So, yeah, you know, funny where your friends end up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the great examples of you never know when you're going to need your network. Oh, hey, like I'm starting a podcast and sports grad and everything. I'd need you now. Like, who would have known? So, I think I think
0: that was literally the the
1: message I sent to them. (laughs) Yeah, ah, it's very good. Um, It kind of reminds me, you know, you know, on LinkedIn when like sometimes you just go like scrolling on who's on there and whatnot, and and someone just pops up who like. You obviously know, but you haven't you haven't sort of seen them lately or or they're not in the front of your mind. Like, you know, if you say an Instagram, everyone kinda pops up who you see because they're constantly posting and whatnot. So you always see them. But I feel like on LinkedIn, sometimes you just see someone you're like, Oh, like they're on LinkedIn. I'll connect with them, you know. So um I find that all the time on LinkedIn, especially, you know, in terms of networking. But sometimes as well, you know, someone who you didn't know sort of appears and that opens doors and I think you know that's happened a few times for me a a little bit sort of lately I could sort of see someone like something and I'm like oh see what they're about and bam there you go yeah totally totally I think you know like very early
0: on I forget what poster was but I received a, a like on one of the early episodes that I shared and it was from a, a bloke at the International Olympic Committee and his name was Garth Town. I thought, oh, this guy looks elite. Like he's commercial counsel at the International Olympic Committee. Checked his profile out. Happens to be from Melbourne. And I just thought, um, actually, you know what? I reckon he messaged uh, me. I reckon he sent me a message really? and said, hey, great work on the podcast. Yeah, because that's when he was like, you know, let me know if I can do anything to help. Yeah. Oh, let me know if I can introduce you to anybody. And I was like, uh, "Hang on, you'd be a fantastic <laughs> guest." <laughs> ding, um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <let's>, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's chat. And um, and then we we teed up that that interview. And so
1: yeah, he was just someone who who popped up on LinkedIn just through through the algorithm. What a message to receive. Um, similar sort of message, although he didn't message me and say. I can help, but <laughs> um, Richie Hinton, who's CEO of Table Tennis Victoria, um, I've known Richie for a few years now and obviously popped up on LinkedIn one day and I was like, well, what an awesome guest to have, like Table Tennis Victoria. You know, Table Tennis, big, like, big sport globally, but rather, you know, relatively small in our sort of just Australia and Victoria um so what a great guest to have but again like just kind of popped up and i think i think he definitely followed sportsgrad and i saw him interacting with our post a little bit so i thought why not give richie a, a call and see if he wants to come and talk crap with us for a bit
0: <laughs> yeah he he was super fun to talk to um and then there like there've just been other people who've popped up such as uh Eliza Howard i saw a you know how you see people on linkedin some connection has commented on or liked oh, yeah. someone else's activity. Yeah. Someone did that for Eliza Howard's new job at Tennis Australia. Yeah. And this was like right in the middle of the second lockdown in Melbourne. And I thought, how like how do you do that? How do you get a job in the middle of a second lockdown? And so that kind of sparked the outrage to her to be like, hey, let's chat. How do you get a job in in that? Same with um Caitlin Reed, I think it was, she posted about, you know, twelve new internships at the Hawthorne Football Club. It's like, oh cool that's interesting um let's chat about that uh tom rose was another one uh someone liked or commented on a post about his uh journey of doing 52 challenges in 52 weeks and so i was like all right let's Mm. let's ask him about that uh donnie singe is another great example he's just like posted content for a long long time um and another great example of how you can just like remain top of mind. So he was like top of mind for me to the point where I eventually reached out and, and asked for yeah. an interview.
1: I was going to say the Tom Rose one, like, I've, I've got a couple of questions on that. Like, how'd you get a guy from Southampton and why Southampton? Bit of a random Premier League club to choose. <laughs> but mm. like, that's, all, that's literally how. Cause it's not like you just emailed Southampton and asked them. Who's a great no. person to go on the podcast? Like it's literally and like this probably shows the benefit of scrolling LinkedIn. Like you know how we always say, like, oh, stop scrolling on social media and all this kind of stuff. LinkedIn is kind of like, no, like do scroll. Like do a little bit of time in day <laughs> to scroll it because you never know what's going to be on there. Totally.
0: And like we we reached out to, to Tom not because... It was Southampton or the EPL. Yes, that kind of means it's in our wheelhouse of sport. But his, you know, it's more initiative sport. to... Yeah, there's a story of him of overcoming his, um, you know, fear of what other people think and to push the boundaries of what's possible through his idea of doing 52 challenges in 52 weeks that we wanted to explore. Um, the fact that it happens to, to exist within the sports industry was kind of secondary to that. So... Yeah, Southampton kind of a bit left a center for an EPL club. But um, yeah, we you know when you follow the story, LinkedIn kind of helps you out.
1: Side note, and it's just coming to my head, completely off topic. Well, kind of on topic. But you just said your point around how he, like Tom didn't really want to care anymore about what people think and how that was like, like such a big thing. Um, I know obviously we're a podcast. So we want everyone to listen to our podcast. But there's a podcast out there that I honestly... I will say to anybody who's listening to listen to, and it's the latest Imperfects podcast with Ben Crow. Uh, and he speaks a lot about, you know, we need to stop caring what people think. And honestly, it's I think it goes for an hour, um, but it's an hour worth listening to. I'm not sure. Have you listened to it yet? Yeah, twice. <laughs> I honest. So, today, driving back from Torquay, listening to the whole thing, I will be listening to it again because uh, it is absolutely worth it. Uh and there's a lot of things in there. I'm not I'm not I'm actually not even gonna speak about it anymore. I think everyone should go and listen to it and let us know mm. what you think, because it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and I like like and that angle or that idea of not caring about what other people think, that's probably like an another important point when you are reaching out to people. Because sometimes, you know, you know, say we weren't doing this for a podcast we're just doing it for our own general reasons. You can have that imposter syndrome, feeling like you you know you're not worthy of reaching out to a certain person. So you um you sometimes it does take a bit of guts to get to to reach out to these people. Um, one of the people who I did an interview with before the podcast was a podcast when I was doing the sports grad YouTube interview series was a bloke called Chris Nicku, and Chris at the time was a director of Football Federation Australia. He's now the chairman. And um, I reached out to him on LinkedIn in 2018 for an interview, uh, not knowing about him at all. It was a completely cold interview. And I saw that he had like these director positions on the board at Football Federation Australia and I think on the board of the Melbourne Renegades too. But I thought, why not give it a crack? It'd be interesting to tell the story of what it's like to be a director on the board. And uh, sure enough, he he replied. Like he had no reason to. He's got plenty of other things to do, but he yeah. replied, yeah. and um, that led to one of like the best experiences of my entire life. And so we we tried to do this interview in Melbourne, and it didn't work out for whatever reasons. And this was in May twenty eighteen. I was about to go on this around the world trip for for three months, which included the FIFA World Cup in Russia. And so I said to Chris knowing full well that he would be there. Chris, by any chance, are you going to be at the FIFA World Cup in Russia? And, of course, you know, soccer is playing there. If you're on the board, you're going to be at the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, so um, I got over there, was messaging him on WhatsApp, tried to meet up in Moscow, didn't happen. Tried to meet up with him in Kazan for the first match uh, against France, didn't happen. We get to Samara, which is about four thousand kilometers southeast of Moscow, in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Siberia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he messages me, he says, Ruben, come to Skazkar restaurant at twelve PM and this is on the day of the game between Denmark and Australia. And so I get a get a Yandex. They don't have Uber over there. I got a Yandex out to Skazkar restaurant. And I'm walking around this country club with my phone open on LinkedIn, trying to find someone who looks vaguely familiar to the image that I'm seeing on, on Chris's profile. And Chris has got a bit of a holiday beard, so he's a bit hard to recognize at first. But eventually, we get chatting and we start to do the interview. And so, I'm sitting outside in this outdoor area asking him about what it's like being on the board, what it's like, you know, come to a World Cup and what it was like and how, you know, Australia's chances were going with the upcoming 2023 Women's World Cup bid, which was later successful. And halfway through the interview, a bloke comes over and interrupts us. And I'm thinking, who the heck is this guy stopping our interview? I've literally come all the way around the I'm world in
1: Siberia Don't you dare. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've traveled massive distances to get here to chat with this very important person. And this guy thinks he can just come along and interrupt me. Anyway, so this guy comes over and he stops the interview and he goes, Sorry, sorry, Chris, I just need to borrow you for a second. And I look up and he looks down at me and he goes, G'day, I'm Stephen Lowy. And I was just oh. like, oh, oh, sure. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah. For those for those who rant. don't know, not just around for those who don't know who Stephen Lowy is, Stephen Lowy was the chairman of Football Federation at the time and he's the son of Frank Lowy, and the Lowy family are worth $7 billion because they own Westfield shopping centers. So I was like, you know what, Mr. Billionaire, you can do whatever you want with Chris, like take him. (laughs) He's yours. Anyway, exactly. So Chris eventually came back, we finished the interview, and then he invited me inside to the function that was going on, which happened to be the Socceroos family and friends pre-match function before the Denmark game. And inside was like Tim Cahill's family and kids just running around. There was Graham Arnold, the incoming head coach who I ended up having a chat to. And it was just like the coolest World Cup experience I could have ever hoped for. And that all came from a random reach out cold on LinkedIn. And so, like that's why I can't advocate more strongly for just reaching out and not putting limits on who you reach out to because you just never know where it will lead to. And for me, it was just like, you know, the ultimate World Cup experience came from a LinkedIn message.
1: Hey, was that World Cup the one where Tim Cahill hit that volley left foot? No, nah, that was 2014. Was that South Africa?
0: No. No, nah, Brazil. 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 Oh, that was a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I this had was the swan marketing. song of Timmy. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, got you. I remember that goal fondly because it was the night before I had an exam and I slept through the exam because I was watching Australia at the World Cup. <laughs>
1: wow. That that right there gives gives all students out there hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you can do that, you're all right. Um, but I guess like, yeah, as you said, like use this, what do we call it, a platform just to like – because how else would you have done that? Um, mm. You know, you can't – you're not – the days are sort of gone now, I reckon, of just like cold emailing. Like you kind of... LinkedIn's a bit more direct. It's a bit more modern. You know, you're going to do that. So, like, you know, there you go. That's how you do it. And then, like, as as we've sort of seen as well, like once you're connected to these people and you, you get in touch, you all of a sudden, you're exposed to their network and you, your spider web has just grown and grown and grown, which is when you see people just pop up, Like like you mentioned before, like you saw Garth town randomly pop up and that only happens because you're connected to his connections and it all just sort of goes from there so it opens doors to um, to all kinds of things if you can if you can get in touch with people. once once you get to meet these people they then start recommending their
0: friends to you because they're they're far more connected than than you or I Ryan now these guys have been around for ages and it, and if you're working at some of the organizations like they are like the International Olympic Committee, you know, Garth happened to have friends at the NFL, and then those friends of the NFL recommend recommend you to people, and then you end up chatting with someone like Aubrey Walton and finding out how the Super Bowl is picked every yeah. single year, which like is you know, that was a phenomenal conversation. Um and so that that just kind of keeps coming up. So for us, like one of the more efficient ways to kind of find guests has been just leaning on the people who we have connections with rather than, you know, trying to to outreach constantly. I think, um, uh, you know, Aman Alawali is another good example of that um, and Morgan Todd, you know, both of them came through a bloke at uh, San Diego State University, Scott Minto. Yep. So, he's a program director out there. He reached out to me and just said, you know, I really like what you're doing at SportsGrad. Um you know, do you need any help finding people in the U.S.? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And he said, chat with Aman; He'd be fantastic. And he was fantastic. And then Aman, you know, said the same thing. Is there anyone who I can recommend you to? And he led us to Morgan Todd who was terrific again. So, sometimes, you know, yeah. you know just leaning on the people who you're already connected to is the best way to grow your network.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, like why would someone, if you think about it in theory, if you get a random message from someone saying, hey, I want to catch up, like, yeah, they could say yes. But if you get a message from someone saying, oh, I spoke to this person, obviously, you, you know them really well, like, would you be happy to catch up? Then, like, obviously, they, they're going to be more inclined because they've got that relationship. So, I think that's probably, a a you know, a learning for everybody. And, uh, you know, people probably know this already, but, like, when when you meet people, it's almost like make a point in asking them who else do you know that that can help me get to this place or what who else do you know that does something really cool that you know i should i should speak to um and that's how networks grow i can guarantee like everybody's had that don't you think like you meet someone and they say oh maybe you should check out this person um and that's happened so often so um you know it's the people that you don't really like I feel like you don't plan on meeting them but you end up meeting them and that's how things sort of happen um which is funny in a way
0: and like just on that point like there are, there are so many other random places that we've met guests as well or they've just like appeared like i think um it was on um Sean Callanan's weekly or fortnightly sports business zoom calls so sports calendar uh, sorry, sports calendar. Sports Callan. Uh, he wouldn't mind being called that sports calendar. Um, sports Calanin. He owns sport. <laughs> Sean Callanan is uh, the founder and director of um, Sports Geek. And he was running these Zoom calls during COVID. I think that's still going. Anyway, I, I jumped onto one of them. And Carlo Kasparian from Football Federation Australia, who's heads up, you know, content and marketing there. Uh, was on the call and I thought he'd be a fantastic person for for the podcast. And so, after that, you know, reached out and said, hey, thanks for, you know, it's good to chat to you on the Zoom call. Um, By the way, we've got a podcast. Do you want to have a chat on that? And sure enough, we went from there. Uh, another random one was Ray Saban, who we love. Our man. Uh, from Marvel. Yeah, our man E-Ray, um, event director at Marvel Stadium. And he... um he messaged me when the podcast first came out and just said, hey, man, great work. This is like, you know, exactly what the industry needs. Keep it up. And I was just like, oh, what a lovely guy. Thank you. And then um, we got invited along to a Movember launch event. And so I, I jumped onto the Zoom and watched that. There are about 150 people on this call. And I thought, um, you know, this will probably just be one that you you watch along be hard to kind of engage with 150 yeah. people.
1: Do uh, you have but, the camera off? Mic off? <laughs> uh,
0: probably, probably, <laughs> probably. Just have my eating my dinner in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but then E Ray popped up because E Ray is an ambassador for Movember alongside his duties at Marvel Stadium, and he started talking about the work that he was doing a fundraise for Movember. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I know this guy. And sure enough, check my messages. I'm like, Yeah, this is the guy that messaged me like a week or two ago. So I just sent him like during the Zoom, and I was watching him. I sent him a message on LinkedIn and said, "Hey man, I'm on the Zoom call." And I saw him like look down, check his phone, and just like smirk. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> and um and then after that, we just like got chatting and was like, "Hey, you know, do you want to come on the podcast?" And he's been an awesome person to get to know since then. So yeah, it's kind of random where some people come from too. Um, which you would know firsthand as well, having lived in close proximity with uh, one of
1: our guests. Oh, I I knew uh, knew you'd bring this one up. One
0: of the great stories of the podcast.
1: It is one of the great stories. It'll go down in the Hall of Fame as one of the great stories. Um, But, like, yeah, let me put it in perspective. Like, if you said to me, let's go get a guest from Fox Footy or Fox Sports or whatever... You'd kind of be like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go through LinkedIn and, and kind of, you know, try and figure out how we can get it in. Um, but this story, you know, I just so happened to live across the road from Kath Locknet. So, you know, I'm walking to Coles on a, I don't, I don't know when it was, random day of the week. And, I, and she walked past and I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. I think she um, she hosts the, you know, Fox footy and, and, and whatnot. And then, the next I think it was like a couple days later, but I li- literally walked past her again, but on my street and I was like, this is really weird. So you obviously lives on here. So I was like, well, what a great opportunity to get someone on the podcast. So the only way I, I was thinking of possibly asking her was Instagram. Uh because, you know, I d I didn't know she had LinkedIn. I don't I didn't know what was going on there. So um the cold message went away and, and there and there we go, like Bob's your uncle. So that that's, on, that's Hames, easy it
0: just go go back a couple of steps. What was the cold message?
1: Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to. We've, <laughs> we've covered this in the episode. I'm sure, you know, those listeners out it's, there.
0: It's worth going over again.
1: Well, I said, you know, I run a podcast and it's, you know, all about, you know, helping people get, get jobs in sports. Yeah, yeah, and yeah but, 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 and... but, but, but what, but what <laughs> common ground did you have? Oh, I said, we may live across the road from each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every so time you have, we go you... about this, it gets weirder by the, like each time. Uh, and, you know, it's a little bit, it's a bit cruel. But like, you know, it's one of those things, I, like, there was no weird feeling. It was just, I was just saying how it is and I, I was talking straight. So,
0: yeah. What a sorry, legend. Kath, I just, just happen to know where you live. By the way, I've got a podcast.
1: Let's chat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. Good story. It's a great
0: story and I commend you for making that outreach commitment. Because a lot of people would have thought uh, a lot of people would have thought that's too weird to to even do. But um Kath was our number one episode of twenty twenty. So, you know, you use you use
1: what you can. Yeah, I agree. Um another one that we got, and so Hayley Ham, obviously Legend of the podcast, um, great episode. Also, um, features on a few of our member webinars as well, which are absolutely mm. awesome, um, you know, going through, you know, how, how she conducts herself in her role in sort of marketing coordinator at Collingwood. So, she's done a couple of great things for us and a lot to learn off her. But I know I, I've known Hayley for a few years and she's from from Perth, like all the, the greatest people in Melbourne are. Um, and I, you know, I didn't I didn't know her really, really well, but I, I knew of her and I knew she'd moved over. And it just so happened that one day, like, I probably wouldn't have crossed paths with her much before, but I just randomly bumped into her on Swan Street in Richmond. And I thought, and she had a Collingwood backpack on, and it kind of hit me straight away. I was like, oh, like, is she working at Collingwood? So I obviously went on LinkedIn and just made sure I knew what I was doing. And, um, From there, I was like, well, you're perfect. Like, why not come on the podcast? So, there you go. Like, it's just kind of those random moments. And in the next, I'm not sure when we'll do this episode, but there's a good one coming up of random places to meet guests. Um, And it involves a plane, but I won't talk about it. I think it's probably a good story to tell on the podcast. But um, I guess the moral of the story, Rubes, is like, no one's too big, no one's too little. You know, it doesn't matter what the forum is. If you're interested in people and you want to get to know them and, um, and make that connection with them, then there's actually no issues how you meet them. It doesn't really matter. So, take that what you will. Absolutely. I think, yeah, it's a great point to
0: make. There's no kind of perfect process to connecting with people. It just kind of happens if you continue to, as man would say, if you follow curiosity, you'll you'll find out. Where you're meant to be, or who you're meant to be connected with. So,
1: yeah, it's a it's a great point to make. I do love when we quote past guests of the podcast. It's good. It's it, we can make a sort of like a pod a, a sports grad podcast bible as such. Or all, all the all the best quotes. A man would have a few of them. I reckon he. A man. could have like, his own book. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that probably wraps us up. Um, and there you have it. Like we've had guests from all over the place. We've had colleagues, we've had friends, we've had former teammates, we've had random LinkedIn network connections, uh, we've had connections of connections of connections, all these kind of things. But I guess what, it, what we're trying to show is like that really is networking in a way. Um, our guests have come from all walks of life, all different roles, and we've got them in all these different ways, um, which is the same for anybody out there. In meeting new people, it, it can be through all sorts of methods. And and Rubes, you're probably one to really champion this as being our resident expert networker. But I'm sure you can agree, like that is the case. Like you've met people from all kind of different ways, and, and that's just how how life goes and how um, networking goes in general.
0: Absolutely right. There's there's no real difference between what you at home listening probably experience in the networks that you have compared to the networks that we have that appear on this podcast so um, yeah I think you, you summed it up beautifully Ryan I think hopefully that kind of allows people to to see that you know even if things are kind of wrapped up in a shiny content medium there's still all these you know weird and wonderful ways that people end up in different spots or on different podcasts
1: fantastic mate well thank you uh, for joining me weird no guest but it was good. I think we did okay. We didn't have an expert in here, uh, but I think we've done all right. So, thank you for chatting to me. Uh, and also, thank you for listening. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Hey, team. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends or your classmates who also have to figure out all of this sports career stuff. As you can see, this podcast is practically a masterclass and it's free. And you and your circles deserve to have it. So, please share it far and wide.
0: Finally, when you are ready to make sense of tackling jobs in sport, go check out The Sports Grad Method. This is an ebook I wrote based on eight years of trying to get into the sports industry and teaching others how to do it too. All of that is condensed down into a proven process to getting jobs in sport. If you're like me and enjoy things broken out into logical steps, then I think you're going to enjoy it. To get a hold of that, download it from www.sportsgrad.com.au. Thanks again for listening. Chat to you soon.